Hey. Don't know who I'm talking to out there in this world. Don't know who decides to listen or who doesn't. But, for starters, my name's Tony. Tony Lovely. I live in a small town in Ohio. I just turned 17 a couple months ago. And I'm struggling in life. But hey, I mean, aren't we all? You see, I spent 10 months of 2018 trying to find out who I was. Keep in mind at that point I was 15 years old. Just turned 16 years old. And I had no idea who I was. I'd been depressed since I was like 12. I have the sob story that, you know, you hear from everybody else parent that abandoned me, parent that died, parent with an addiction, you know, sexual trauma, whatever, all of it. I've had it all. And I just didn't know who I was because for the entire part of my life that I was supposed to be finding out who I was, I was depressed. And so now that I'd finally found a way out of this depression, I wanted to know who I was. So I spent lots of time in my room alone by myself. And this made people around me think that I was more depressed. People, you know, family, they always thought that I didn't come out of my room. And, you know, if I'm in bed all day on my phone, like, I must be depressed, right? But that was the complete opposite case. I was asking myself questions like, you know, what are my passions in life? What am I passionate about? Who's my best friend? Why are they my best friend? What are my hobbies? What do I like to do with my free time? What's my favorite memory from my childhood? Where did I think the depression came from? Where did I think it went? Why did it suddenly just disappear? Why did my mom do drugs? Why did my dad decide to leave? Was that really my fault or did it just feel like it was? And as I asked myself these questions and I started to think about, you know, why does my brain work the way it does? Why is the world the way it is? I started questioning religion, conspiracy theories, how the whole world works, how people work. And I got into watching movies. And I started watching a lot of movies every single day. Even just, you know, sometimes it'd just be two a day. But honestly, it would go up to the unhealthy number of maybe seven in a day. And I got obsessed with it. And I started getting into other people's heads. Seeing things from other people's perspectives. Watching movies about parents that, you know, left their kid. But they did it to make the kid better. And I started thinking, you know, whether my dad decided to leave me for good reason or for bad reason or whether in his head it was my fault or it wasn't my fault that didn't matter to me anymore what mattered was that if he hadn't left I wouldn't be the person I was and then I thought well who is that person because all my friends had told me I was a good person but what did that mean what did that mean that I was a good person what did I do that was good and when I thought about it, you know, I am a pretty good person when you think about it overall. I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't, you know, do any drugs. I got, I didn't do the best in school, but I wasn't really a troublemaker. I was pretty respectful to other people. Um, I tried to stay out of the drama in school, you know, pretty good. But I was flawed like everybody else. I had a self-harming problem. I had suicide attempts, I had anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, but these were all just labels that I put on myself and I had to figure out, you know, why do we wear these labels and why do we give such meaning to these labels? You know, you 
tell somebody like, oh, I have depression. And right away, the moment you say that, their opinion completely changes about you. Whether it's they sympathize with you because they feel the same way, or automatically they're going to judge you, they might not invite you out to things because they assume you're just going to say no, whatever it is. They assume these characteristic traits about you, like maybe you don't clean your room, maybe you overeat or you undereat, you oversleep, you undersleep, all those things. And just because maybe you do a couple of those things, you have a couple of those symptoms, you put yourself in this box, in this category, and you label yourself with this big word like depression, and a lot of the times when people do that, they just fall into the assumption that they're never going to get better. It's like, okay, I have this thing, and it's not curable. I'm depressed. I have depression. And then they just kind of accept that. And then they use it as an excuse. It's like, oh, why don't you clean your room? You know, why don't you go hang out with your friends? And it's like, because I'm depressed. And it's like, okay, you know, I get that. I have been depressed. And it's like, that makes sense. Like, depression puts it in your head to do those things, but at the end of the day, everything you do is a choice. And as my depression now at age 17 is trying to come back into my life, I am finding it harder and harder to make those good choices every single day. I'm finding it hard to clean my room. I say I'm going to do it. I sit on my bed. I look at the floor. I see how messy it is. I know how easy it would be just to fold those clothes, to throw away those water bottles, you know, to make my bed. And I don't do it. I just put on my shoes, go to work, live my day, come back home with the same messy room, and I just look at it. And again, I'm like, if I wanted to do it right now in this very second, I could just say, do it and get up and do it. So why don't I? Because I feel like I want to. You know, in my head, I'm thinking, I want to do this. In my heart, I feel like I want to do this. But it's like, why don't I then? I want to lose weight. I want to go for a five-mile run. I want to eat healthy every day. I want to wake up, brush my teeth, floss, um, you know, comb my hair, style it all cute, put on a nice outfit, make my bed, clean my room, learn a new language, all types of stuff. But then I really just end up doing the same thing I did the day before that. And I know that no matter what I say, the next day I'm just going to go on and do the exact same thing again. And so, you know, during those 10 months that I was alone by myself I started questioning why is life like this why do we want to do things but we can't it feels like we can't and we tell ourselves I can do this I can do this I got this it's gonna happen when I get home from work I'm gonna eat nothing but vegetables for the rest of the day when I get home from work I'm gonna change in my normal clothes and I'm gonna go run for two miles for two hours for two blocks for two streets whatever and then you get home and you lay in the bed and you're like, okay, I'm just going to check Instagram. I'm just going to text my girlfriend, my boyfriend. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do that. And then eventually you just look at the clock and you're like, where did the time go? I was supposed to do that. Or you think, oh, I should really be doing that right now. But then you don't get up into it. You say, no, I'll do it in an hour. Oh, I'll do it in a half hour. Oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it after dinner. And then it's after dinner and you still haven't done it and now it's dark outside or it's too late to make a meal or whatever or you're just too tired you're too it's too hard it's whatever and you just end up not doing it and I was trying to figure out why our brains works like this and then I got sent away to a treatment center 
for another 10 months. And in there, I relapsed in my self-harm. I had six suicide attempts. And now that I'm out, I'm trying to make my life better. I'm trying to make the people around me proud. I tell everybody, you know, I'm going to make you proud. I promise you, I'm going to make you proud. I'm going to do this, this, and this, and that. I post on my Snapchat story. I'm like, oh, look at me, about to go for my run. You know, going to eat healthy, going to change my life. Today's the day. And then it's not the day. And I say, okay, tomorrow will be the day. I'll do it tomorrow. And I wake up tomorrow. And that alarm goes off at like 6, 7, 8, 9 a.m. And I'm just like, this isn't it. I can't do it. Or I don't really want to do it. I don't feel like it. I'm too tired. I just want to sleep. My bed's comfortable. It's cold outside. You know, I go into the kitchen and it's like, okay, the mandarin oranges or box of cereal. And it's like, the fruit, the can of fruit is right there next to the cereal, next to the toast, next to whatever. So why don't I just grab the can of fruit? And, okay, so I grab the cereal. Cereal's not bad, but I go into the cabinet. The bowl for the cereal is right next to the measuring cup. I can just measure the serving size, you know? But I don't. I grab the bowl, and I have, like, twice as much as I need, and I fill myself up to where I'm stuffed full. I didn't need to do that. I just needed to not be hungry. I didn't need to be full. I just needed to not be starving. So why do we do that? If I want to, and in my head I'm thinking, I should do this, and I know I'm going to regret it. I know this isn't what I want to do. Why do I do it? And that's what this podcast is going to be about. Not just my journey to discovering those things, but helping you and whoever you are, wherever you may be, and hopefully inspiring you and maybe motivating you to go on your own journey. Because it is difficult. In no way, shape, or form is it easy to change your entire life. And I'm still figuring out on myself how to do that. But maybe talking to you guys will help me out. Maybe you have something that can help that I don't even know about. So if you listen this far in, I hope you decide that you want to keep listening to the episodes. And yeah, this is Tony Lovely signing off. Thank you.